You're listening to the Art Cityscape. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Art Cityscape podcast. This week, Mayor Matt Packard is joined by the new director of the Springville Museum of Art, Emily Larson. Emily replaced Rita Wright, who served as the director for a decade. The mayor and Emily discussed the successes and outlook for the museum, coming shows, museum funding, public art, and more. Here is that conversation. Well, we'd like to welcome you to our podcast this morning. We appreciate Emily Larson, who is the new director for the Springville Art Museum. We invited her here so that she could take a moment and not only introduce herself, but talk a little bit about the art museum and some of the programs there. So we appreciate her coming here. We appreciate you participating with these podcasts. We uh, hopefully that you find these very helpful. And if you have additional questions, you're more than welcome to give a call into Springville City and to to ask the questions or to let us know via social media uh, and let us know in any means that you feel comfortable, questions that you may have. So that if you have topics that you'd like us to discuss, please let us know and we're happy to do that. So, Emily, we appreciate uh, you being here, and we congratulate you on being named the new director after Rita retired. And uh, we love Rita. She was an incredible director for us, and she she loved the arts, and she loves Springville, and we're, we're sad to see her go. We understand why she left, and but we just uh, loved her personality and who she was. And, and I know you worked with her uh, for many years and uh, have a likewise feeling for her, but but Emily went through a process, so the citizens know there was a process that actually took place in which we uh, collected as many applicants as we possibly could find from all the means possible. And uh, we went through the process of, of uh, narrowing that field down. And then some of us were involved in the last interviews with the uh, finalists. And uh, we all felt very comfortable that, uh, that you were to be the new director. And so we congratulate you and... Uh, you won that uh, very honorably, so wow. that's that's great. But if you wouldn't mind taking a moment and just introduce yourself to the citizens, let them know who you are, kind of where you uh, grew up and some of your background and why you're in the arts, and, and uh, we'll have additional questions after that. So, yeah. so um, well, I grew up in North Ogden, Utah, but then came down to school in Utah County and kind of have stayed ever since I started. I actually left high school early one day to come interview at the museum here in Springville for a volunteer internship position oh. that I started just, a, I think, a couple of weeks after I graduated high school. So mm-hmm. I started volunteering and interning here in Springville when I was just 18. And then since then, I've I just fell in love with the museum. And after I graduated college and I had the opportunity to start working at the museum, um, at first as the registrar and assistant curator with Rita and the rest of the staff. And then over the last, that was eight and a half years ago. And over those eight and a half years, I've worked in a variety of positions at the museum, kind of working my way up. I did, was the head of exhibitions and programs for a while and then the associate director. And now I feel really, really lucky and honored to be be the director. I love um, arts and museums, and I really believe in the power of art and museums, Um I think art can be really transformative and powerful. For me personally, it has been, and I've seen that in our visitors at the museum. And I love Springville and the Springville community and the Springville Museum of Art because it is a community museum. And so all of our programs and exhibitions are really geared 
for our community, our local Springville community and the Utah arts community. And so we're trying to make it accessible for everyone. We're not necessarily curating big academic shows with these really complicated thesis and, and ideas, but it's really meant to be very meaningful and transformative and relevant to our, our local audience and local community. Yeah, that's one, th- one thing that I've noticed is, is that uh, lots of galleries around the world, they have different themes and aims and goals and objectives. Mm-hmm. And and I've really appreciated what you and Rita have, and of course, Vern Swanson, being a mm-hmm. part of making this really Springville. This is yeah. a community museum that we share with the world. And, and this is a reflection of who we are. Yeah. And you don't want something in there. And I think that you've done a masterful job of being able to make sure the reflection is of Springville and people coming from outside know the community that they're they're, they're a part of. Um, well, that's wonderful. Well, talk with us a little bit about um, um, the the great depth that Springville citizens. How many Springville citizens come? I mean, there aren't too many times I go by the museum parking lot that I don't find it full. And uh, there's lots and lots of people, and I forget the statistics, but it's a very high percentage of Springville citizens actually come to to the museum. Yeah. Do you remember that statistic? I think in the last couple citizen surveys, it's been around 60% of Springville citizens are visiting the museum at least once a year. So I mean, that's incredible. A, a huge majority, but we want to see that number even grow and be having almost all, all households visiting the museum each right, year. Right. Well, yeah. the 40% that don't even know what that is, that's pretty great encouragement for them to come. But to have a 60% participation for our community, I think is just an outstanding number. And yes, we do want it higher yeah. because it is our our, uh, our museum. Uh, well, tell us a little bit about kind of what made it encouraging for people, 60% to actually come. What is the, What are some of the programs that uh, some of the citizens have been involved in and that others might want to involve their families and in? Well, I think for for the local community, we have a lot of programs that are are geared for Springville citizens and that are really popular traditions, things like the art ball where people dress up and come get to dance, to live music at the museum. The Children's Art Festival is a hugely popular event during Art City Days where we put dozens of art projects out on the lawn and, and that's a huge tradition. But I think also just our regular exhibitions and programming coming to things like the Spiritual and Religious Show, the Spring Salon or the High School Show. The Quilt Show is one that people mm-hmm. really, really love and we get high visitation for that. We do a toddler program every month that's free for for kids two to four. It's called Guppy Group and it's geared mm-hmm. for the youngest people in our community and anyone, young women's, young men's groups, community groups, any kind of group, your family even, um, can book a free tour at the museum where we have our trained docents guiding you through looking at some of the art. So I think there's dozens and dozens of programs that really um, serve the local community. Yeah, they certainly reach out and touch uh, the different age groups. Mm-hmm. I was impressed that uh, there's an area even where kids can go down into a very special area and do some artwork. Yeah, yeah. So we have our studio, which we open um, a lot during the summer and then other times throughout the year where you can do art projects. But then down in, in our lower level gallery, we call it the underground. We have some couches and furniture and a bunch of different interactive activities, art making, books um, that families can come to. And we have families that come and spend a whole day at the museum um, engaging with the artwork and those activities. And it's especially in the winter when it's really cold. It's a great resource. Yeah. 
Well, going back in history, Vern certainly took the museum to a great height, and, and Rita has done, even raised it to a higher yeah. lo- level. So what are your thoughts and plans about uh, increasing the museum and the exposure and the opportunity for citizens to go there? Yeah. So I want to keep keep the trajectory that Rita and Vern started. I've worked with both of them and, and really closely with Rita over the last eight and a half years. And I think continuing to to follow museum best practice, it's it's really incredible the level of museum that we have in Springville. Most cities in Utah don't, I would say no other city in Utah um, of our size, especially, but in general has a museum of this stature. So it's a really unique um, kind of jewel of the city, in my opinion. And I want to keep keep us on that trajectory of best practice with museum standards. But um, one thing that Rita had started and our staff has talked about and we're going to really be pursuing more is that museums can really be centers of wellness and of mental health and um, places where you can really find healing. And when our building was dedicated in 1937 by David O. McKay, he dedicated it as a sanctuary of beauty and temple of contemplation. And that idea of sanctuary and providing sanctuary for the community is really important to us. How can we develop exhibitions and programs that everyone in Springville feels comfortable coming to and that they feel like the museum is really a place of sanctuary or respite for them. And so we're going to be developing some more programs that maybe work with art therapists or other mental health practitioners so that we really provide that through the museum. Um, and then to kind of bring more people in, I think there's a lot we can do to, to market the museum to more regional tourists. There's tons of people driving through on I-15 each day. And, and how do we get all the arts lovers to stop and see all the great shows and things at the museum? And um, outside of the museum, we're, we're working really hard um, to develop a public arts master plan and work with the other city departments to, to make Springville not just um, a city with an art museum, but truly art city, so that the museum's influence in art is really citywide and not just in the walls of the museum. That's an interesting concept, and maybe you can just elaborate a little bit more on that, about some of your thoughts and feelings about being able to make the art or sculptures more visible around the community. Have you have anything that you'd like to add to that? Um, yeah, I think... So the, the funding for some of these public art programs is somewhat new and these programs in Springville we're, we're still developing. And so it's ex- an exciting time where we're kind of on the ground floor and working towards it. And people like Jack and Kelly Wiltermood, Jack Urquhart and Kelly Wiltermood have done a lot of work on that. And it's been recently transferred to the museum to oversee. And I feel like I'm kind of rambly talking about this, That's not good. very straight. But there's so many things we can do to really elevate the arts in Springville and make them more visible. So we're working on some murals. We're going to be working on identifying places to do more large-scale public sculpture and art installations. What does programming look like? Do we do more um, performing arts and visual arts throughout the city in different locations? And it's a real collaborative effort among lots of departments in the city. But I think from the council to the directors to the staff, I think everyone right now is invested in really making Springville truly our city. And that's exciting to be a part of. Well, Ellie, this is really exciting. You know, and I've mentioned to you before, that uh, I grew up in a house where there was lots of art on the wall because my dad was a hobby painter. And uh, this is so exciting to be able to allow people to be able to come and enjoy the beauty which is, which is around us. And then trying to make that a little bit more pronounced throughout the community is a big, big thing. And I just completely support that. And I know the council is very supportive of it. Well, take us a little bit 
if you don't mind, into kind of what's happening over the next week, month, next two or three months, and and how citizens can be involved in it and become aware of kind of things that are going on at the at the museum. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, um, well, definitely to find out about things going on at the museum, I'd recommend following us on Instagram and Facebook and checking our website. Uh, we just last week closed the annual Spiritual and Religious Art of Utah show, which is always a really popular one. And we're in the process of transitioning to the All-State High School Art Show, which will open in a couple weeks on Saturday, February 4th. And how many schools is that? Yeah, so it's a statewide show, and it's actually funded by the State Board of Education mm-hmm. and by a lot of private sponsors. And we this year, I think there's 108 different high schools from across the street, all the way from Logan to St. George and everywhere kind of in between that will have students represented in the show. And it's really cool. Um, each of Utah's congressmen, their congressional offices give an award through the show. The state Senate gives a big award. And... Um, then, like I said, a lot of different private sponsors and, and sponsor scholarships. And it's really exciting because students from across the state um, really get to see what it's like to participate in a professional museum show. And for Springville citizens, what's really exciting is it's one of the largest exhibitions of high school art in the state. And you really get to come see the best art being made in high schools across Utah here. So for anyone with young kids, teenagers who's interested in art, or anyone who just wants to be blown away by the talent and the thoughtfulness of, of Utah's youth should come see the show. And it will be open February 4th through March 25th, 24th. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, I had not gone to it until last year. Mm-hmm. And it was it's a big production. Yeah. It is a very, very big production. It means a lot to these young people for oh, the support yeah. and to be recognized. Yeah, it's we hear that it's life-changing for a lot of these students. And I have to say, Springville High School, we did the math last week. We did all the jurying. And this week is when they bring what's been accepted. And Springville High School did really, really well this year. They're mm-hmm. going to be really well represented in the high school show. So we want to go support our, our Red Devils, too. That's great. And it was great. all outside jurors, so there's no, there's no prejudice, no, no prejudice or That's bias. Great. But it's exciting. Good. Now, after that? Yeah. Is it the April Salon? Yeah, so then we'll we'll get ready for the Spring Salon, which is one of the most competitive juried shows for professional artists in Utah. So we usually get about a thousand entries for that show, again, from artists all across the state. And the jurors for that show have to narrow it down to about 200 to 250 works of art that we can fit. Um, and so that's a really cool show to see all different types of art being made in Utah right now by some of the state's top artists. Well, I think it's incredible that Springville, mm-hmm. Little Springville, is is the center for lots of these statewide yeah. uh, events and uh, and whatnot. So, talk with us a little bit about helping the citizens understand that the support, where it comes from, where you get financial support, yeah. and uh, help them see kind of the wide variety of of sources that you. Yeah, have. yeah, we get funding from all lot of different sources and. Um, a lot of it is from the state, so we get money from state grants. One, we get a huge grant to do K-12 education and outreach, and so that's supposed to be statewide, too, for schools all across Utah. We send educators into classrooms to give outreach, and that's all funded through the state. Um, but it's exciting because we have our Springville uh, educators going to schools in 
the most rural schools in Utah representing Springville, which is really exciting. And then we get funding through a lot of private donors, um, corporate, individual, and foundation donors that support different programs and exhibitions. Um, we we generate revenue through rentals. through So I know a lot of people go to weddings at the museum, and that generates some revenue for us. We have a gift store. Um, we also... Um, I feel like I'm forgetting one. Oh, we, we charge fees for some programs, but they're pretty nominal. And then, of course, um, there is the city subsidizes a, a large portion of our our um, expenses. That's great. Well, we can sense your excitement. We can sense just a, your involvement in it that you're all in. And oh, yeah. uh, we appreciate you being able to uh, take this new assignment. And we really look for great things. Uh, you you gave a statement, and I forget what it was exactly. It was um, art in the city or city in the yard. Or tell me, do you remember that uh, phrase? Oh, to make Springville um, a city, not just a city with an art museum, but truly art city. There you go. It? You yeah. got it. You got it. That's very good. I loved it. I loved it. Now I need just to put it into memory. <laughs> so thank you so much. Yeah. Well, Emily, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come here and to talk a little bit. If people have questions, your connection was Instagram, Facebook, make yeah. a phone call, yeah, whatever, call the whatever museum, it takes. Send an email. And yeah, and we're always open to feedback, to suggestions. We love hearing from the the citizens and what they what they want to see at the museum and in public arts. And come to the museum. If you come every season, you'll see something new because there's things always changing. And your hours and days that you're yeah, open. Yeah, so we're open Tuesdays through Saturdays, 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. And then we're open late Wednesday nights until 8 p.m. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, again, thank you so yeah, much, Emily. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Here are a few friendly winter reminders. Please keep sidewalks clear of snow and cars off the street to make way for our plows as it snows. If you have a fire hydrant on or near your property, clearing snow and ice around it will allow for easy access in case of a fire. Please clear your windshields and windows completely of snow and ice before operating a vehicle and drive slowly and cautiously on snowy, wet, and icy roads. A huge thanks to Mayor Matt Packard and Museum Director Emily Larson for joining us on the podcast. We'll be in your feed soon with another episode. Have a great day in Art City.